Welcome, everybody, to episode 47 of the Next Generation of Superstars podcast. Very grateful and fortunate to have Dylan Cotton to join us today's episode. He currently competes in track and field at the University of Madonna. Welcome to the show. Appreciate you for having me, man. I'm happy to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit how you found your passion uh, growing up you know, for the sport of track and field. So actually, I've always had a passion for track and field since like eighth grade, but from eighth grade to my senior year of high school, I was doing track and basketball. But my senior year of high school, I got hurt playing basketball. So I decided to hang it up because I didn't want to re-injure myself. And I decided to take track serious my senior year. And I'm really just fortunate. I'm really just fortunate to be here. I love it. I love it. And so kind of talk more about, uh, you know, that support from, you know, family and friends and even your peers, um, you know, as you were really, you know, taking that sport more seriously and, and really uh, advancing in it. Yeah. So my, so after my senior year, I wasn't really highly recruited because I started my senior year. And once my senior year ended, like we, I made states, team finished second in the state, everything was going good. So I was like, okay, this, okay, I'm going to take track serious. Cause I want to run, I want to run track in college. So my coach at the time knew somebody at a division two institution and they reached out they, the, the the Division Two Institution gave me an offer, Northwood, Northwood University. I don't know if you've heard of them, but they gave me an offer. I couldn't take it because it was too expensive. So in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, like, where do I go now? That's part of, like, what I was thinking. And on the other hand, I was like, okay, I'm just going to – I'm going to train, sit out a year, and then I'm going to transfer to another institution, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my thing there. Got it. Got it. Got it. And so you're currently in your freshman season right now. So I, before I transferred to Madonna, I took a semester off to work. And then this past January, I, I took classes at a community, my local community college, and then I transferred here. So on the track, I'm a freshman, but I guess academically, you can say I'm a sophomore. It's kind of complicated. Right. Got us a sophomore academically. So you know, looking back on just, you know, the, these past couple of years, has, has there been any, you know, memorable moment that you've had, you know, with, with even if it was senior year when you first really started to take that more seriously, um, has there been any memorable moments that you kind of look back on that you cherish, you know, in the, in the sport so far? Um, My favorite moment was senior year at the state meet, like hearing that my, t- hearing that the boys team finished second in the state, not knowing that we would even like finish that high because, Going into the state meet, we were still ranked top 10 in the state, but nobody on the team expected to come top three. So hearing that and like knowing that we did actually have an opportunity to win because we only lost by 10 points, I would definitely say that's my favorite moment when it comes to my track and field career. That's awesome. That's awesome. And and kind of talk more about just, uh, you know, what is that atmosphere like when you're like, you know, at at a state meet, for example, like what what Mm -hmm. does that atmosphere feel like? You know, what's kind of like the camaraderie with your teammates? Um, What does it all kind of feel like to you? So my, I remember the state meet, it was like, it was almost a sold out crowd. Like the state, the stadium was huge. So one side, the entire stands were full and it was still some people on the other side, but it was, but it was a lot of people and like going out onto the track, for my event because I qualified in the state meet for the four by four. So going out, like lining up and all that, seeing the crowd, it kind of just like 
kind of gave me that adrenaline boost I needed to run that first leg. And if you know track and field, the 4x4 is probably one of the hardest relays to run. Right. 400 in general is one of the hardest events to run. It's incredible. And just to be able to see all that support, you know, from from the people and the fans out there yep. um, is, is inspirational to, to be able to be there and, uh, and, and do what you love. Um, yeah. What's kind of been the the support from, like, if you have any favorite coaches or mentors even that have really helped you with, kind of with your mindset uh, around mm-hmm. the sport? Okay, so my high school, I could definitely say that my high school coaches definitely made me fall in love with track and field. Like, I started in eighth grade, but I kind of did track and field to help me with my conditioning for basketball. And once I started right. running track my senior year and, like, really learning about the sport, I began to fall more in love with it. I began to enjoy it more. And I began to really, like, embrace it more, especially, like, realizing the opportunities that I potentially have when it comes to track and field, like running pro, going to the Olympics, world championships, even even having the title of potentially in the years to come being fastest man in the world in the 400. I love it. I love it. And, and to be able to have that support um, and guidance, you know, from, from people like your coaches and other people that you look up to um, just, just really helps you, you know, it helps you with, with, yeah. with your game and what you need to do every day to, to train and be ready uh, yeah. for every competition that you have. Uh, what, what about more of the, the fans and the engagement that you've, you've interacted, if you've interacted with fans more online, on social media, or even offline, like after your meets, what, what's that kind of uh, the fan engagement looked like for you so far? I wouldn't really say I have fans necessarily. I'd say more supporters. But the only people that I can really think of is probably my mom because my mom is like my best friend, my little brother, my dad, my uncle, even one of my good friends that loaned me his laptop. That was fortunate enough to use the laptop. I tell him about my, like my, like my, my aspirations. Excuse me, my aspirations right. that I have in track and field, and he supports it because my friend he goes here, he plays football, he's trying to go to the NFL. So we kind of have like the same mindset. We kind of have the same mindset, and we both want to make it to the highest level in our respective sport. That's awesome. Yep. And, and it's nice to be able to have that support, right? Because, yeah. you know, there's always going to be ups and downs, you know, whether it's in sports or business or anything else in life. Um, so mm-hmm. to be able to uh, have that that good support system in place, you know, can, can really make a huge difference. And, um, you know, more into, you know, a huge topic these past couple of years is NIL. And mm-hmm. uh, the name, image, and likeness of, of student athletes right now is um, continuously growing, and it's becoming exciting because there's so much technology and things that are being innovative in the sports industry right now. Yeah. Um, what do you really love the most about being able to use your name, image, and likeness to to build your brand and to really be able to connect with with other companies and uh, and really be able to benefit from it? Yeah. Okay. So I love it because college athletes can get paid. I mean, that's really the main thing. College athletes can get paid the free products from the respective brands that want to work with you. Um, just the the marketing aspect of it, the endorsement aspect of it. Like, especially if you sponsor by, like, the bigger brands like Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, all those brands, that's almost that's almost half a million dollars right in your pocket as a college athlete. As a college athlete. With NIL, you don't even really... I want to say you don't really need to go pro because of all the endorsements, all the endorsement money that people can get, especially college athletes, especially if you were like really good in high school, like a five-star recruit, one of the best in the country. That's automatically a million dollars in your pocket at 19 years old. Yep. 
Yeah, no, and, and you're spot on. I mean, it's, but it's really setting, you know, student athletes like yourself up for success, even after your career, right? Even if you go and yeah. take it to professional level, or if you don't, it doesn't matter because either way, you're learning all the same skills, you know, in sports, and, and you're able to, you know, still study and get your education, but you're able to actually, you know, monetize because as, as everyone knows, being a student athlete, you're putting in more hours than people think, right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's a lot of those after hours that people don't know about. And you're actually now getting compensated for for all that extra work. Um, and, and I think it's, it's it was a long time coming. And for it to now be here allows you to really uh, build that brand that can be sustainable and long yeah. and last even after your playing days. Yeah. Yep. I What's agree. been, um, you know, just this whole NIL era, I know there's so many brands out there. And you talk about like Nike and Adidas and all these other big brands out there. What would be your your dream brand deal if you could choose one company right now? So I'm more in, I'm into weightlifting and I like take like pre workout protein powder creatine all that. So I've been heavy on this brand called Ghost. So if I could get like a deal with them and get all their free products and the merchandise, I feel like that would be my that's my number one. I feel like everybody else's yeah. number one would be like Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, Gucci. Right. Etc. But me, I like to work out, so I say my dream brand would be Ghost for sure. I love it. I love it. So if Ghost, Ghost is listening sure. to our audience right now, we need well, to get we need to get Dylan a brand deal with Ghost. Give me right. Give me I right. love that. I love that. And, and so you know, going more to just your sport of track and field, what really fuels your passion, and how do you stay motivated on a daily basis? Because you know, there's so many ups and downs. There's a lot of obstacles you have to conquer as yep. an athlete. What really fuels your passion and kind of sparks that fire every day? Yeah, I say the main thing that sparks my fire every day is knowing how far I could take track and field and knowing that I could build relationships that'll last a lifetime. Because when I was playing basketball, like I met people, but it would be like very quick, like at the tournament at the tournament that I was at or at the game that I was at, like talking to people on the other team. But with track and field I still talk to some of my good friends that I trained with, like, senior year summer. He runs track at Michigan State. Uh, Him and just mainly, really just mainly the relationships that I know that I can build from the sport of track and field, knowing that we all have the same goal, the same mindset, that we could get each other better in our respective events. We critique each other in our respective events, send each other races, saying, like, Okay, how do I get out the blocks? How was my turnover? Were my arms pumping hard enough? Was I tense? Stuff like that. Yep, yep, and that's so nice to be able to do that, right? To be able to have you know the relationships yeah. you build over time, and to be able to to really nurture those new relationships you make, um, and to be able to uh, you know bounce new ideas off, off people, right? And and say mm-hmm. like you know share those experiences and uh, and be able to uh, to grow, right? And I mm-hmm. think that's the biggest thing that you see is that there's there's a big path ahead in this sport, um, and, and you can really just cherish every moment. Um, now you know if you do have any free time in your hands, Dylan, what's kind of you know, your biggest passions or hustles or stuff that you like to do, you know, in your free time? Uh, main thing that I really like to do in my free time besides working out on the track, I really like to hang out with my friends, listen to music, eat, talking to somebody that really likes to snack. I, I love I love to eat snacks. <laughs> um, I love it. But mainly, main thing that I would say is hang out with friends, listen to music, or work out. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, um, you know, kind of talking more about the overall vision right now, um, as you're, you're a collegiate athlete, you know, at Madonna, yeah. 
what's kind of like your your big vision that you want to take you know within the sport of track and field my big vision um mainly right now i'm just focused on this season coming up because our first race is december 1st i'm mainly focused on going to nationals as a freshman becoming an all-american going to nationals outdoor all-american outdoor and even potentially making the u20 trials but like outside of college i'd say definitely going pro and making the olympics for sure That'd be awesome. We would love mm-hmm. to be out there if you to support you and in anything mm-hmm. you do with your your path there, and especially if you made it Olympics, would be an incredible thing to yeah. to experience that atmosphere and uh, mm-hmm. and really be able to represent your country. Um, and, mm-hmm. and I think that that's For something sure. that's uh, that's incredible. So what we like to do at every episode in the end, Dylan, we like to you know um, wrap up with this this question right here. What would be you know if you could look at the you know next generation, the younger people that look up to you. What would be three pieces of advice that you would give to them um, to inspire them in anything that, that you've seen that we, you would love to give back to? Okay. Um, I say the main piece of advice and the one that I follow most was just bet on yourself because like nobody knows the goals that you have or the things that you want to do besides you. Like, you could tell people what you want to do, but they'll either fake it in your face like they support you and laugh behind your back or they'll just like they'll doubt you from the beginning like it's very rare to find people that actually support you and support your goals like i'm very fortunate to have my group of friends that all are collegiate athletes here that support me and my dreams i support their dreams i support what they want to do they support me and like they they hold me accountable as well as i hold them accountable um second thing i would say grades i would say definitely academics stay on top of academics because academics especially at like the higher d1 institutions like the sec schools big 10 they mainly focus on academics as well as athletics but more so academics because they're more known across the country really across the world especially on the especially on the track and field side they get track at like those bigger schools get athletes from all across the world that want to go pro but don't have the resources they do in their home country, so they come to the U.S. And my final piece of advice, I would say, hmm, have fun. Really just have fun. It's cool. To, it's okay to take things serious, but don't be serious in your sport all the time. And I believe that comes from just, like, the teammates you have, the support that you have, support staff, the coaches, people that you can joke around with, but at the same time, when you really need to lock in, dial in, like zone in, you have the people that can do that and they and they hold you accountable as well as you holding them accountable. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dylan, just to recap everything you said, you said number one, uh, to to bet on yourself, you know, to always believe in yourself and then yep. to be able to to you know turn that vision to reality. Yep. And then you said number two, focus on academics. You know, I think that's a yep. huge thing, you know, as you're a student athlete, right, to always be able to still focus and balance yep. that time. Um, and then you said number three to have fun and enjoy your sport. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. all three pieces of those advice yeah. um, are beneficial and, and great tips for for the younger generation that look up to you, you know, as an inspirational athlete. So Dylan Cotton here. Make sure to follow him all over social media. Stay tuned for his you know for his season this year starting in December. Thank you so much for being on the show, and we look forward no to uh, to a great year ahead. Yes, sir. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yep.